Good morning. All right, let's go to the Lord and word of prayer again. Say, Holloway, you want to pray for us? Amen. All right, turn to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Our study of the apostles continues. Luke chapter 6. We're going to start reading in verse 12. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. says, And it came to pass in those days that he, being Jesus, went out into a mountain to pray, and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Simon, whom he also named Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. All right, so... I don't know, if you're like me, things start coming to your mind now, now that we've talked about some stuff, there's some things, there's some things coming to my mind, but we talked about, um, oh, I forgot to read the one in Acts, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 2, I wanted to read that, Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 41, this is after Peter, uh, Peter preached his sermon there on the day of Pentecost, verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in what? The apostles' doctrine, and fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by who? The apostles. And so we've already talked about it, we'll, just, we'll go a little bit quicker this time. These men, if this church was started like this where they're following the apostles' doctrine and the apostles are doing these signs and these wonders, then, then I want to know about these men. And we talked about them a little bit. We didn't get far into it. Um, they're just ordinary men. There's absolutely, and you'll see when we look at the actual men themselves there's nothing about them really that just stands out to make you think that they would be a great leader or spreader of the gospel or church planner or anything like that not not right now they're just ordinary men most of them fishermen um turns out uh being a good fisherman translates pretty good into (laughs) being a good soul winner (laughs) so the first thing we did, if you remember, we looked at the list. So there's, these apostles are listed in Matthew and Mark and Luke. And we call those what? Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We've talked about this. What, what, what are those called? The synoptic gospels. That's what they're called. They're written in similar fashion. Matthew, Mark, Luke. John kind of stands alone. 
It's no more or less important. It's still a gospel. It's just told a little bit different way. So the synoptic gospels, if you ever hear that, Matthew, Mark, Luke. And these apostles are named in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And then they're named in Acts. They're not named in John, in the book of John. And we talked about some, some differences there. One thing we saw was that in Matthew, there was a guy named Lebius. But in Mark, there was a guy named Thaddeus. Lebius is not named. And then in Luke and I believe Acts, Lebius and Thaddeus, neither one are named. But we got a guy named James, the son of Alphaeus. Now, we've already talked about this. I'm just kind of hitting the highlights. Those are all the same person. Matthew 10, verse 3 says, Lebius, surnamed Thaddeus. So we know they're the same person. And Judas, uh, James, the son of Alphaeus, was, was the same as, as those two. And then we looked at Simon the Canaanite. He was from the land of Canaan, right? No. No. That word Canaanite is not what we think of when we think about a Canaanite like back in the Old Testament. That word is Canaanians and it's the Aramaic for a zealot. And so that kind of tells us that Simon the Canaanite, who's mentioned in Matthew, in Matthew and Mark, and Simon Zelotus, Zelotus, Zelotus mentioned in Luke and Acts are the same person. And then we found out that Nathaniel's not even named in this book of apostles. We know he is one from the book of John. Because Philip went and got him and there were things that happened like that. Who did we find out Nathaniel was? Anybody remember? Bartholomew. Thank you, Jane. Bartholomew. And so these lists are perfectly fine. There's no discrepancies, absolutely no errors. We knew that, but I still wanted to look at it. These lists are just fine. Okay? And then last week, we looked at how these, these, these names are grouped. And there's three groups of four, except in Acts. Judas Iscariot's not mentioned in Acts. Why? Miss Peggy said he wasn't at the prayer meeting. And he wasn't. He was dead. So we got three groups of four. Now, in that first group, it always includes Simon, Andrew, James, and John. First group's always those four people. Simon Peter, his brother Andrew, John, and his brother James. And every time that group is mentioned, Peter's always mentioned first. I think that means he's the leader of that group. The second group is always Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, without fail. We think Philip was probably the leader of that group. He's always mentioned first when you talk about that group. The last group's always James, the son of Alphaeus, Lebius, or Thaddeus, or, or James, the... Uh, uh, I said James a while ago. You know what I meant. Judas, the brother of James. Simon Zelotus, Judas Iscariot. Except in Acts, Judas is not mentioned. It's always those, those three or four. And James, the son of Alphaeus, is always named first, meaning he was probably the leader of the group. 
That's kind of what we looked at last week. Now, we also talked about these groups, these names are probably listed in order of closeness to Christ. If you remember what we talked about before, it's impossible. If you're a manager at work and you have a hundred people working for you, it's impossible for you to be on the same intimacy level with every single one of them. It's just not going to happen. Some are going to be closer than the others. You're going to trust some a little bit more. That's just how it's going to work out. And that's the only way you get things done. And then you spread them up into groups. You make a manager of this group and a manager of this group and a manager of this group. And I think that's what's going on with these apostles. We've got these three different groups. So group one, just think about it. When you think about things in the Bible, how much do you know about Peter? You hear Peter all the time. We don't know as much about Andrew, but we know some things. John, know a lot about John. But then what about that bottom group? How much do you know about James, the son of Alphaeus? One thing. <laughs> His dad's name was Alphaeus. We know, might know just a little bit more, but that's, that's about it. We just don't know a lot. And so you see these groups probably listed in their, their closeness to Christ. And group one contains what we call the inner three. Which ones did he take with him everywhere he went? Peter, James, and John. He went to the Mount of Transfiguration. He took Peter, James, and John. He went alone to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane. He took Peter, James, and John. So those are called the inner three, and they're part of that, that first group. So today I want to look at, among other things, well, a few things. As you look at this list, some of you have the printouts that we, that we made. Some of you know them in your head. But you look at these different apostles. How many, how many rabbis are in this group? Anybody know? None. How many scribes? None. Pharisees? Nope. Sadducees? Nope. Priests? No. No. Not one apostle was from what we would consider the religious authority of that day. Not one. Why? Do you think? I'm going to let y'all talk some. All our talkers are gone, though. Well, a lot of them are. When's Jim coming back? Next week? He likes to talk. <laughs> Why didn't he call a scribe, a Pharisee? They hated him. Those groups couldn't stand Jesus. As we go along and, and look at these apostles, you're going to find out some things that you thought you knew. It's not right. <laughs> you know, I tend to think 
Well, let's look real quick. I think I've got it, I've got it written down. I think it's John chapter 1. Let me find it real quick. Yeah, John chapter 1. Turn to John chapter 1. John chapter 1, look at verse uh, 35. Now this is after, this is after we see Jesus coming to John the Baptist, and John the Baptist says, of course, behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Um, and then he's had, he, you know, Christ is baptized, and those things take place. Then in verse 35 it says, again, the next day after John stood, and two of his disciples, okay, John had his own disciples, His disciples. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. And by the way, you see nothing, you see nothing come out in John the Baptist there. There's no jealousy. There's no bitterness when those two disciples left. In verse 38, then Jesus turned and saw them following and saith unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say being interpreted master, Where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about um, the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak, now be careful. <laughs> There, there's a lot, there's several people in the Bible that have the same name, okay? And you probably know this, I just don't want to kind of just skip over it. And one of the two which heard John speak, John the Baptist, because I have heard people get John the Baptist and John the Apostle mixed up, okay? One of the two which heard John the Baptist speak and followed him, Jesus, was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. So John the Baptist is preaching repentance. Jesus comes along. Two of John's disciples follow Jesus. As far as I can tell, that's the first ones called. The first ones. And it was obviously Andrew. And in another portion of Scripture, you'll find out the other one was John. So Andrew and John were the first two apostles called to follow Christ. And what did they do? John did the same thing Andrew did in this verse. Do you remember what Andrew did? What did we just read? He went and got his brother. Andrew went and got his brother Peter, who was known as Simon at that time. And later on when we talk about Peter, you'll see that when he's called Simon, it's not a good thing. <laughs> he's acting a little fleshly. But Andrew went and got his brother Simon Peter and brought him to Jesus. John did the same thing. Went and got his brother James, brought him to Jesus. There's the first four. 
And that just happens to be group number one. Now, right after this, look at verse 43. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth who? Philip. It'd be pretty, pretty cool he called Philip after those first four. It'd be pretty cool if we find out Philip was the leader of group two. Well, guess what? We just said Philip was the leader of group two. He called Philip next. And what'd Philip do? Philip was us was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathaniel. And basically, sum up the next verses, he brought him to Jesus. These guys had a bad habit of when they were called and they found out who Jesus was, they wanted to go get somebody else and bring them and let them know who Jesus was. That's what we ought to be doing. Has Jesus done anything for you? Has he changed your life? Has he answered your prayers? He can do that for other people, you know. So that's the first, that's the first as far as I can tell, that's the first, first one's call. And I'm not sure. I hadn't studied it too far. I don't know if you can go any further than that as far as when, when they were called. But those are, the, those are the first two calls. Now where I wanted to get with that was we tend to think that these men started out as apostles with Jesus in the beginning of his ministry, but they did not. They did not. Um, Jesus had many disciples. Anybody know what a disciple is? I may be getting ahead of myself. A little, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. What's a disciple? Just a follower. Just a follower. They had a lot of people back in those days that were, I don't even know what to call them. Um, they would call them rabbi. You'd have a rabbi and a bunch of followers or disciples. And you'd have another rabbi that taught this and a bunch of followers. And you'd have another rabbi and a bunch of disciples. So when Jesus came along, guess what? He was just another, in the eyes of the people of that day, he, at first, he was just another rabbi who was starting to develop some followers. And so they started out as disciples. Now, a lot of times we use that interchangeably. Disciple, apostle. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to expound on that because I'm going to do it a little bit later. But we tend to think that these men started out with Christ. They didn't. Jesus did some things, performed a few miracles, before some of these men were even part of his group. And so he had had a lot of run-ins with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes before any of that, take, any of that took place. So why didn't he call Pharisees? Why didn't he call Sadducees? Why would he turn to ordinary men? What uh, one guy I read after called worthless nobodies. Why would he call worthless nobodies to follow him and end up becoming part of 12 that would spread the gospel and turn the world upside down like we said? Because that's the only people he's got to work with. I'm a worthless nobody. 
We all are. It's all we got to work with. Yeah. 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 True. Very true. Very true. I was going to say something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So Johnny's saying that he pulled these people out of the bottom because he could reach them. They could reach them. You know what Jesus said about those that are the elite anyway, right? He said, not many of them are going to make it. Not many of them that are, called, uh, that, are, that are smart and intellectual and knowledgeable and all this. Now, some do, but most of them don't. Why? 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 What's the root of the problem? You're right. They feel like they don't need him. It's what I call a sin above sin. And what I mean by that is, in my opinion, it's the root sin of almost every other sin, if not every one. What do you think it might be? Pride. Just chunk it. Pride. They didn't have it. Or at least when he got done teaching them. He got done with them. They didn't have it. <laughs> now, some of them, remember we looked at Nathaniel. Well, we looked at, we, we, we said a few things about Thomas. He was just a doubter. He wanted to see everything. He had to have proof of everything. And in the same group of 12, you had Nathaniel. Nathaniel walks up to Jesus. Jesus says, I saw you under the fig tree. And Nathaniel says, you're the son of God. <laughs> That's all it took. So some of them had to learn the hard way. And Peter was one of them. It took Peter a long time. <laughs> and some, I don't think it did. I mean, just think about what we know. Who do you think was a more prideful person, Peter or John? Who do you think more prideful? Peter. Look at what he did. He, he would make a wonderful statement. I guess I'm getting off on him. He would make a wonderful statement. And then he would stick his foot in his mouth. Jesus would ask him, who, who do you say that I am? He'd say, thou art the Christ, the Son of God. The first confession of that. Thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. God, Jesus, And Jesus said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. It was a good thing. Right after that, Jesus talks about how he's going to, have to die. And Peter takes hold of him. And says, you ain't going to do it. And Jesus has to say what? Get behind me, Satan. He just couldn't help himself. Pride. You better chunk it. I read something in the Bible that says when we get there, we're going to be like him. How hard are you going to make it on yourself? 
He's going to get that out of you. He's going to get it out. One way or the other. All right, turn to John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Uh, <clears throat> let's look around verse 60. Is that five, that's a five-minute bill. Look around verse 60. Now, Jesus has taught some things here. And he's teaching some things that these people have never heard before. And, and right above verse 60, you can go back and look. He's talking about eating his flesh and all that kind of stuff. Him bringing the bread from heaven. And if you eat that bread, you'll live forever. And it was a, well, verse 60 says it, it was a hard saying for these people. And so, look at verse 65. And he said, uh, they're talking about Jesus, he said, Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my Father. Notice verse 66. From that time, many, of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Jesus had plenty of disciples by this time. Plenty of disciples. But the things he was teaching made many, means a multitude, many of his disciples leave him. Look at verse 67. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered, is it going to be good or bad? <laughs> then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you twelve and one of you is a devil? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So really, all we talked about today was they were, um, they were just faces in the crowd, these twelve men that we're going to study. Ordinary, yes. Unremarkable, yes. Prideful, yes. Just faces in the crowd. Just part of his multitude of disciples that had followed him and they decided to stay. And he's going to take this, these 12 men and we already looked at when he went out to pray about it and he's going to put them in roles of leadership and set them apart. So, all right, next time. Talk about why 12. Why did he choose 12? All right. Brother Dustin, you want to dismiss us in prayer?